Hello and welcome everybody to today's News Tonight, episode 137. This is, of course, the weeknight news show where we're joined by special guests, our lovely patrons, and our awesome YouTube audience to discuss the day's gaming news. I'm your host for this episode, Ash Paulson, and today I'm joined by my good friends and GVG co-founders, Steve Bowling and Derek Bittner, along with our very special returning guest, content creator, voice actor, overall gaming enthusiast, and super great guy, and dear friend of mine, David Gilton. And David, how's it going, man? It's going all right. And uh, apparently I'm not lovely also because only the patrons are lovely over here. <laughs> no, that, that's that's reserved specifically for the patrons. They alone are lovely. You're just super great and wonderful, but they specifically are lovely. I'll take yes. a W in that case, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, how's it going, David? Well, what, what you been up to lately, man? A uh, whole lot of things. Uh, a lot of things I can't really talk about, but uh, you know, been, been, uh, been wrapping up the second audiobook, uh, which is coming out. Uh, that's on the the book Arcade Perfect by David L. Craddock. Uh, so be, be on cool. the lookout for that later on this year. And uh, I'm also working on my first gaming project right now. Uh, I was doing the um, the proofreading and editing for the uh, for like a dialogue for like the game, and it's an RPG, so it's a lot of dialogue, you know. And uh, oh, yeah. Bit. And then I'll be handling the voiceover for it. So um, that's pretty much all I can really say on it at this moment. But uh, you know, I'll be glad to share more with you guys uh, once I can. So. Oh, sorry. So you mean I can't say that it's Mega Man Legends three that you're working on? I just had to let it out there, Ash. Didn't you? Uh, all sorry. Right. <laughs> sorry. Cats out of the bag, right? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Cats out of the bag. Yeah. Uh, Derek, Steve, how you guys doing? How's your Wednesday going? What you What you up to? What you playing? Oh, all that man. good stuff. I mean. I think there's that one thing on everybody's mind, but beyond that, I have yes. reached the final case of Grady's Attorney 2, and I am hyped oh, as hell. <laughs> nice. I can't wait to get there. Um, I'm in the middle of part one of the investigation in case four in the first game now. So my wife and I are slowly chipping away at it. Uh, I also have to ask, um, have any of you uh, tried out Kina yet? No. no, but it's getting good reviews. It I, seems I our fears were perhaps unfounded. And it's not, you know, there's definitely some little things here and there, but for the overall, uh, for, for overall, it's at least really good first impression. There, You can actually see a lot of the Majora's Mask influences in certain ways uh, as you go through it. And um, you can definitely see how it's sort of structured, but there's a lot to enjoy about it. And I like the way it's sort of set up where um, if this does well, they are already in a great position to just offer up Kena sequels. So nice. Um, I I'm getting like heavy Star Fox adventure slash beyond good and evil era vibes from the combat, which is totally yeah, fine. With me. It is literally uh, it's kind of like horizon R one for light attacks R two for heavy attacks. Okay. Nice. I yeah. want to play it. I'm I'm really happy to to hear that it seems as though even if it's not revolutionary, it seems as though our our fears of its quality might be largely unfounded. It's getting pretty good reviews. Yeah. yeah. And, um, um, also, like a fun fact as well, um, one of my voiceover coaches is actually part of that as well. Too. Oh, so, oh, cool! Uh, that's really cool. A special shout out to Lisa Biggs. Uh, who oh, plays, that's awesome. I, I believe like little pixie characters, like little black pixie. Uh, oh, they're know, called the Rot. I think oh, the, right? rot, the Rot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, think, I think she plays. Well, they're freaking so. freaking adorable. So yeah. <laughs> there you go. She does those nice. voices. So yeah. <laughs> nice, Steve. What were you going to say, man? Uh, I was going to say that uh, I'm, I watched uh, the beginning of Derek's stream of Kina here on the channel, and, and I definitely was very pleasantly surprised by what I saw. Uh, I, I want to play the game, but uh, 
I'm I'm a little busy. <laughs> It'll probably <laughs> wait for a couple. Months I hear that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, was I, I really enjoyed what I saw. It visually, it's it's quite breathtaking, uh, but it not not enough to make me like put down what I'm playing and working on now and, and rush out and play it immediately. Like I'm not totally, yeah, about, I hear you. you know, missing the boat on this one. So I think over the holidays when things start to kind of even out and slow down and we start yeah. thinking about game of the year, this is when I'm going to pick up and play Kina, especially if gotcha. Gotcha. Same. Yeah. Um, well, before we get too far in, we do have a little housekeeping to do. First of all, I do just want to apologize to the audience today. I'm feeling a bit under the weather. So if my energy seems lower, I seem a little bit out of it than usual. That's why I'm fighting off a cold, not getting enough sleep, you know, the whole thing. So appreciate your understanding there. But as always, we do have a sponsor for today's episode in the awesome, wonderful Freyhem. Uh, and Freyhem would like you to know about Neves Gaming. They are a humorous group of entertainers and content creators playing video games like Seven Days to Die, Ark Survival Evolved, and Raft. Uh, but sadly, one of its cast members, uh, who goes by the name of Thick44, was diagnosed with a tumor in his brain a few months ago. Uh, now, the doctors extracted the tumor, but it does turn out that it was cancerous, so he's not out of the woods yet, and more treatment is going to be needed uh, for him to, you know, make a full recovery. So, uh, Freyham would like you to support their channel and their Patreon so that Thick44 uh, will get the treatment they need and be cured. So, uh, we highly recommend you check uh, Neves Gaming out both on YouTube and Patreon, and thank you, of course, Freyham, for being so generous, not only supporting us, uh, with your sponsorship, but by using that sponsorship to support other creators who need some love. And uh, of course, we don't know Neebs Gaming personally here, but we're sending you all the love uh, and Thick44. We hope you make a full recovery. Uh, you can find links to their YouTube and Patreon in both our description and right here in the chat in just a second here. There we go. I just posted in the chat, so go check them out. And I'm pinning it right now. There we go. So Perfect. thank you so much again for your generosity, Freyhem. Uh, now, of course, I'm the host for today's episode, which means I want to use the top of the show to geek out about something I'm personally <laughs> really hype about. And uh, this is going to come up later in the show as well. It is about Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. But you may be aware that uh, the developer recently showed off Leonardo's moveset and, and stage. And this is just the coolest thing. As a huge TMNT fan myself, I just have to point out that Leo's recovery is Endless Screw returning from TMNT Tournament Fighters, his spinning blade move. Endless and Screw. <laughs> yeah, Endless Screw, Shining Cutter. Yeah. I, it's, it's so good. And not only that, I was watching the gameplay demonstration, uh, and it takes place in his stage called Sewer Slam, and there's a certain NPC skateboarding around in the background, and I had to pause it, and I'm like, is that fucking Mondo Gecko? Is, yeah, the are they really yeah. going that deep with this? And they are. Mondo Gecko can be seen in the background oh, yeah, of Leonardo's yeah. stage. It's so cool. <laughs> what was that? Um, Gecko of all things. Mondo Gecko, right? What was that? Um, like like the rabbit samurai character, like uh, like uh, Usagi Yojimbo. Yojimbo, which would be yes. another deep cut. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I know that in the background, they just they just now, I think today, uploaded a showcase for Michelangelo's move set. I and, saw that. Uh, his stage yeah. is the Technodrome, and you can see Krang and his giant robot flying around in the background. And I, Krang I falls out of the cockpit too. And yeah, like, and he falls <laughs> out. It's so good, and the robot goes after him. There's obviously the budget for this game is limited, and and that's true. But like you can tell that the the team has so much love for the details and the lore of all the IPs they're getting to play with here. And as a big TMNT fan, I'm just loving all this. It's so great to see. 
the didn't references they also are all uh, do an overview for April as well on Twitter? They did. I want to say yesterday. Oh, did they? They did, and on YouTube, and her stage, I think it's called Rooftop Rumble. It's like a New York City skyline rooftop with Channel 6, the Channel 6 wow. building in the background. And you can, see, you can see some foot soldiers in the background there. So uh, really cool stuff all around. Still crossing my fingers for Raph and Donnie to make it in his DLC to to get two more TMNT stages. I don't, <laughs> give me five, six TMNT characters. I don't care. Hell Why yeah, I'm, I'm down for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, but as I said, Nick, uh, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl will come up again in the, later in the show as one of our new stories because the last base roster character was leaked. Uh, so, you know, get ready for that for us to talk about that a little later on. Uh, but before we get to the news, we do have some super chats to get to. So let's go right ahead. Uh, the Shadow Hermit with one euro and 99 pence asking, what fighter do you want for Age of Calamity DLC 2? Ooh, ah. Uh... I think Asian. playing as a Lionel would be pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, my my thought always goes down to give me um, uh, high, uh, um, uh, Breath of the Wild version of Linkle. Oh, yeah. oh that, that would be sick. <laughs> that would be Link, sick. Linkle I'd be, would be yeah. really cool. I was only thinking in terms of existing characters, but yeah, like a Lionel would be cool. But yeah, like an, an original version of Linkle Breath of the Wild style would be sick. I'd be all about that. Ooh, Dan um, L. Cass. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Cass, yeah, that that would be pretty hype. Uh, next is $5 from 123 Nintendo Freaks saying, chances of Ezio being the final Smash character. Uh, I would say almost I wouldn't, nil. I wouldn't almost discount zero, it, yeah. but I also don't think so. Yeah, I mean, look, after, after Cloud and Sephiroth and, you know, Terry Bogard anyone's any game character is possible so Ezio doesn't have a zero percent chance but i wouldn't put him much above zero to be honest i feel like anyone who kind of comes from like a violent game franchise is almost going to be a zero pretty much for smash honestly that's why like you have to you, you i mean you say that but bayonetta and and cloud stuff but bayonetta, yeah but they're not bayonetta. but they're not as like overtly uh, i guess like realistic violence you know like right. in terms of like how the assassin's creed franchises or like how people are saying that they want sub-zero from mortal kombat and smash Bros. that's like, not that's, that's never gonna happen <laughs> no. yeah yeah uh no i completely agree uh next is five dollars from rc saying hype for new melty blood this month french bread makes great fighters uh, in my opinion but they sadly <laughs> don't get too much attention uh they made undernight dengeki etc uh i've heard of melty blood but i haven't played it i think it looks great Same. visually yeah, they're cool yeah, games. I haven't played it though. Yeah, I've yeah. not played them. Um, but they are intriguing. Yeah, thank you so much, RC. And uh, next is uh, ten dollars from CL, just uh, saying hi, guys. Just want to say I love y'all. Been watching you since GX in like 2015. As a trans person, I want to say thank you for being so inclusive and advocating for trans people. Uh, Heart GVG Bay Team Go. Well, CL, thank you so much. I don't recognize yeah. your name. It's great to see new names in the chat. Yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you so much. And trans rights, hell yeah, trans rights matter. Yeah, absolutely, you matter, and you're awesome. So thank you so much for supporting absolutely. us, and know that we love you, and uh, we hope to see your name pop up in the chat again in the future. Super chat or not, we just love to have you here. Yep. Uh, and then one more just came in from Zeltion with $20. Thank you so much saying, hey, guys, finally able to catch a stream live. Things have been crazy since I met you guys at PAX. I'm Christian. Well, hi, Christian. Uh, thanks for being so dang cool. It was awesome to meet you. Catch you with the stream tomorrow. Sora for Smash. I love the way you <laughs> it, Christian. Uh, it was, it was a right pleasure meeting you at PAX. It was. <laughs> yeah, I know. I love that. Uh, it was great. It was a great pleasure meeting you at PAX, Christian. Thank you so much. Yeah. And I'm right there with you. Sora for All Smash. Right, I missed you. 
<laughs> yeah, did not did not realize that you were Zeltion. I've heard your name before in the chat, so yeah, it was really cool yeah. I didn't put the two together. Glad we were able mm -hmm. to get a selfie together before. I know you were only there for a little <laughs> bit, but only only one of our fans that showed up, I believe, in his GVG shirt, which was really cool to see on someone other than us for once. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, next up is one dollar ninety nine cents. By, by the way, Mike real F. quick, Ash, oh. you missed two. There were they, uh, before Zeltheon. Yeah, uh, oh, Shadow Pika. Oh, they, they scrolled through. Okay, Shadow Pika with ten dollars. Thanks, Derek. Uh, saying try to leave, trying to leave my retail job to be a marketing manager for, manager for Bud's Film Company. Can't leave my full time yet, but got my first freelance check last week. Thanks for indirectly motivating me to take a shot. Well, yeah. thank you, Shadow. Oh, yeah. We're Congrats. flattered to hear that That's we indirectly really motivated cool. you. That's awesome. Yeah. As and a freelancer myself, I am so totally on board with that. So yeah, yeah. congrats on that. Yeah. Keep well, very good records of your of your income <laughs> and, and expenditures. Yes. You'll appreciate that for taxes. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry to say Real taxes talk. are gonna really suck for you now as a freelancer, but uh good good luck and uh, good luck with all your endeavors. Welcome to uh, my next world. is two dollars. Mm -hmm. Sorry, David. Welcome, Welcome to my, my world. world. Oh, yeah, all our world. Um, next is $2 from Axcon saying, good vibes. What's the oldest game in your backlog? Oh, geez. Uh, I, oh, I cannot man. tell you because I'm doing a video on it, but it's a Zelda oh. game. Okay. Hmm. I'm trying to think. I mean, the original No More Heroes, I never finished it. The original No More Heroes probably in the qualifies. Right next to you, oh, oh, no, I have... Yeah. I have, you know, NES games. I, I guess name an NES game that I've not beaten yet. I guess Crystallis is on there. I haven't I tried mean, that's that. That's true. Oh, there's a ton of NES yeah. games I've never beaten. I always meant to go back and play Terranigma because I'm such a big Illusion of Gaia fan. And uh, so that would certainly predate No More Heroes. But yeah, it's I have a lot of games in my backlog, as we all do. Mm. Thank you so much for the donation. Uh, next up is Mike F with $1.99 saying, Leaking the final Smash Fighter now, Chell from Portal. That would be, that'd be wild. Wild. I mean, cool. but we would get still alive and smashed, and that would be pretty cool. So I mean, just like a portal themed level oh, yeah. too would be rad. Like, oh, I mean, really representation. Odd. Like, in, actually, like, have a reason format. for those looping stages, like uh, balloon exactly. fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, next is five Canadian dollars from Bongo Lover saying, "I finally did it. Platinum every Yakuza game wow. from zero to seven. Now on wow. to Judgment and Like a Danimal, featuring the Dragon of Donima." I love it. Uh, Bongo Lover, that is seriously, all joking aside, that is, that is seriously hundreds impressive. Of hours. Yeah, that is a really impressive achievement. So Good for you. Congratulations. I do have to present uh, the question then. Uh, favorite Yakuza game of uh, the group here? I've um, not played. I'm, I'm going to be yeah. hopefully playing Yakuza 0 relatively soon, but uh, I have not played any of the series yet. Oh, okay. You got to get on that. If we're sure. counting the judgment... Uh, like our good friend Bongo Lover, then I would say Judgment is my favorite Yakuza game. If we're That's not right. playing it, yeah. I would I would uh, go for Zero. I, I just really like Yakuza Zero a lot. Zero is a, is a lot of people's favorites, and it's actually my second favorite uh, behind Yakuza Five. And um, Ash, oh, I, I think you're five very often. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, well because um, Ash, like if you play Five, uh, you'll know exactly what I mean because there is a music and rhythm like character. Oh, nice. Basically, nice. yeah. And, okay, uh, it's great. It's a lot of fun. M my default answer has to be like a dragon only because it's the one only one I've really played so far. I've heard so many good things about Yakuza Zero and I want to play the rest of the series. It's just a matter of time. But I love Yakuza Like a Dragon. And so I, that's just and I love Ichiban. So I have to go with that. I have yeah. the worst story to tell about that that I'll tell during the post show tonight about Like a Dragon. Ooh. And that is oh, exciting. personally embarrassing. 
Oh, exciting. Okay. Well, if you want to get in on that action, <laughs> check us out on patreon.com slash GV gaming and join our live audience here for five bucks a month, which gets you the post show and spicy Steve stories. Uh, all right. Next is, I love this name, 20 Canadian dollars from Guy of Guinness. Uh, first stream I'm watching as a producer. I'm oh, Chris nice. Mann in the Discord. Listening to you guys during the GX days kept me sane during long drives when I was living in Japan. Keep on rock manning. Well, that's awesome. <laughs> thank you so much, uh, Guy of Guidance slash Chris Mann. And thank you so much for supporting us as a producer on Patreon. We're really, really happy to have you in our community and really appreciate your support. Thank you. Yeah, welcome. Yeah. Uh, okay. We're, uh, we're just about to wrap up here. $5 from Late Night Sprite saying the Smash logo appears. We see Doom Guy, but he is rendered unconscious. He is defeated by whom, you ask? Big the Cat. Fights his way to find Froggy. Oh my uh, god. That would be, imagine if we got a second Sonic rep and it wasn't Tails or Shadow or Knuckles. Or, it was or Eggman. Or yeah. Big. Yeah. Oh, man. Or Eggman, of or course. Or what if Froggy yeah. was the character? Who was or the if, what if it was Froggy? Froggy. <laughs> Froggy. Hops um, <laughs> oh, man. All right. Finally, it's $2 from Humble JoJo saying, I'm just donating so we never make it to the news. Don't do that. Don't do that. Bad. <laughs> Thank you very much, but don't do that. Uh, we really appreciate you, humble JoJo's. Uh, thank you so much. But with that said, it is t- oh, two hold Canadian on, dollars on, from JJ the Kill. <laughs> yeah. I really quickly just have to point out because I've been wanting to say this through this whole segment, which apparently has dragged on for like twenty minutes somehow. Yeah, <laughs> fighter for uh, Hyrule Warriors, Bolson. How did none of us say Bolson? Bolson. Who's Bolson? Who is Bolson? None of you remember Bolson. The extremely no. flamboyant house builder. Oh, that guy. Oh, kind of. A little bit. He's yeah, the one okay. That takes off okay. the Terrytown quest. Right. 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 Terrytown has to have the name Sun at the end. I just imagine Bolson oh, right. bringing in all the Suns to, to fight with him. Oh, s- <laughs> nice. Beautiful. I like that idea. Um, but you know what? Actually, you know, I'm the host today. I have control and I want to keep the show moving. We are going to get to all these super chats, but I'm going to read. Th- the the next one is out after the next story because we do need to get to the yes. news and I don't want to mess up the pacing uh, and make people wait on the news any longer. So with that said, uh, let's get to that first news story, which, you know, you all know what it is. I don't even need to have a transition for it. It is the Nintendo Direct. All right. So uh, unfortunately, I went to bed at like five in the morning uh, due to my my day job. Uh, and so I was sound asleep when the direct was announced this morning and my good friends and compatriots, David, uh, sorry, uh, Derek and Steve, uh, did their discussion this morning. I wasn't able to be a part of it. So now I get to talk about the direct and, uh, David, you as well, of course, you're our guest. Uh, so I want to throw it to you first. Uh, what are you, you know, what are you, what are your thoughts about tomorrow's direct overall? Or is there anything specific you're hoping to see or any, any predictions you want to share? I mean, honestly, uh, you know, just because there has been a lot of talk about Metroid lately with Metroid Dread coming out uh, next month, I believe. Um, and there's like Metroid Prime 4, which I know had to get like rebooted of sorts. Like they had to give it to like a new team basically to, um, to you know, to, to make again. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that we'll hear like something about it, like just some sort of like update. Like even if it's just like a quick little blurb, it's like, hey, we're like maybe like X percent like done or we're at like an alpha state or Here's maybe like a quick like artwork or something like that. Like even if it is at that early conceptual stage, it would be nice to kind of like hear something about it. Um, and I, I, you know, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not even like a big like Metro guy myself, but like it would just be nice to see that. Um, but otherwise, I mean, honestly, like in terms of the Nintendo Directs, I get the most excited for the indie games, really. And like even like the last Nintendo Direct that happened, the game that had me the most hyped was a game that just recently came out, which is Eastward. 
and uh, oh, I want to play that. I yeah, I, I saw I, Amy play a little bit. It looks really good. It is. It does look really good. Yeah, it's like straight up, like you know, for people who don't know, it's basically like a straight up like 16-bit SNES era, like RP, like uh, like kind of like action God. RPG type of thing. In and, uh, it, my veins, man. Yeah. Yeah. Look at you, my veins. Yeah. In so, my veins. It looks amazing. I, yeah. <laughs> I so want to play. And by the way, uh, on the on the subject of Super NES, I just want to say, I told you this before the show. I fucking love your shirt, man. You're repping the best <laughs> game of all time, and I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, I got the SNES here, and I got the NES right here. So, <laughs> oh, it's so good. There you go. So good. Um, so speaking of the indie scene, then, do you think this is finally the direct where we where we hear about Hollow Knight Silk Song? <laughs> No, I mean it's about <laughs> time, really, right? It's been it, about it seems like it, but it feels like yeah. I know it does, but I feel like that'll be an indie world, like an indie world, either headliner. a shadow drop or some big, yeah, headliner. Probably, um, yeah. for me, I, I, you guys already know what I'm going to say. I said this on Twitter earlier. I'm always hyped for a direct. I'm looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to it because it's at 3 p.m. and not at some god awful hour like six in the morning, like it usually is. Right, yeah. but. You know, the reality is hitting me that we might get our our truly final Smash character reveal tomorrow, and that stings a bit. I don't want the train to end. I'm not ready to let go. I wish Sakurai all the vacation time in the world, but selfishly, I'm not ready for it to end, and I never will be. And so I feel a little bit bittersweet. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, but I almost don't want Smash to be in it because I just... I don't want to have that last reveal happen. I just don't want it to end. But you know, it's the end of know, the road, Ash. Yeah. It's, I know it's the end of the road, no matter how I feel about it. And uh, that you know, it is what it is. I'm looking forward to finding out who it is. Of course, uh, fingers crossed, it isn't a Pokemon or Waluigi. Personally, or Crash um, do you think they'll Crash, start with yeah. it or end with it? Because there's no way this match is not going to be in this. I think if they do it, they'll start with it because they—that's what usually what they do. That's true. So I yeah. feel like they might start with it, but. Uh, but who knows? Uh, either way, though, I don't think that we'll get like a shadow drop of any Smash character tomorrow. I think no. we'll get a proper presentation, like always, no. from Sakurai. Um, the, I think the thing that I'm really hoping for that I keep seeing coming up and was kind of one of my own predictions that I would have mentioned this morning had I been in the discussion is Kirby. It is time for a new Kirby game. It has been time for a new Kirby game. Uh, obviously, I'm biased. He's my favorite Nintendo character of all time. But... It was said that the next Kirby game is supposed to revolutionize the series, and that to me means a 3D Kirby game, finally. And uh, I have a feeling we might see that in tomorrow's Direct. Will we? Go, Who knows? I, mean, I, sure really cool. I love it. I, right I love that. it. Man, I, I'm not the biggest Kirby fan. I would, like, I'm casual at best, and that's being generous uh, when it comes to Kirby, but I would be really excited to see a 3D Kirby game because I do feel like uh, the reason I kind of I'm not super into or don't engage with the series is that for as long as I can remember, it hasn't been really exciting. Like they haven't done anything wild with Kirby. It, it has that same risk of writers to it to me was, that Mario was does. That the, was that the only 3d Kirby game with star riders? I think, I think am I wrong in so. that? I don't what star riders. Um, That's I don't the, know star uh, allies. Oh, star. It might be, it might be that. Kirby's I mean, there's like 3d ish stuff, but not like, fully like um it's always been kind of 2d um even if it when it has 3d uh renders um it, it's just never been a oh, thing I guess, I guess air ride yeah air ride yeah, is air what ride. you mean or air ride um, right right um and that'd be cool i mean a, a new air ride would be awesome and I uh i remember the box <laughs> yeah yeah um, um but a 3d but not- kirby would be really really interesting I don't know really if it'll hype. happen, but 
And even if it doesn't, if, even if we just get a new 2D Kirby game, I'd be really happy about that as well. I just want to see a new mainline Kirby game just because I love that character and those games so damn much. Um, but it isn't just about our predictions here. Steve had a great idea this morning and pinned a comment to our discussion from this morning asking some of you all from the community to let us know what your predictions for the direct are. And uh, you know, we'll highlight some of them. We can't highlight, <clears throat> highlight all of them because there are like over 20 and we do need to keep the show moving. Uh, <laughs> but there are some, some good things here. And one of the ones that I like uh, in particular is from Gamer Guide Guy saying the second DLC way for Age of Calamity, because that's something I keep forgetting about as yeah, a thing. Yeah, I completely forgot about it. Yeah. I don't think I even the first DLC forgot. pack hit with any kind of splash. It was just sort of like, no. oh, yeah, that's out, and then you moved on. Playable Guardian, right? It was like... Playable Pura, Guardian Robbie and, and Guardian. Zelda on a, uh, on a the motorcycle. Oh, right, yeah, it wasn't Pura yeah. and Robbie, was it? Right, right, right. Uh, Pura so, and Robbie were in an update. Were they I play- think it was outside of the DLC pack. I don't know. I don't think they're playable yet, so... Oh, maybe they're not. (laughs) I haven't kept up with that game at all since it came out last year. I enjoyed it, but it just sort of like, yeah, it was fun, and then move on. Yeah, I agree with that. I I feel like it was a fun game for the time, and then, but it's not like an evergreen game that I'm going to keep going back to. Uh, Once I finished the story, I kind of felt like I got everything I wanted out of it. Right. Uh, another one that stands out to me is uh, from Corin Laven, uh, and I said the reason I say this is because you and I are kindred souls, man. Uh, you say every direct, I hope for some news on the Endless Ocean series. As far as I'm aware, Arika isn't working on anything new currently, so maybe. And my heart goes out to you because I think that would be cool to see something new for Endless Ocean. I completely forgot about it, just like Nintendo's completely forgotten about Rhythm Heaven. So <laughs> I get it. I, I feel your pain. I, I, <laughs> I will put it out there. What, what we want. Speaking of Sorry? forgotten series, I will put it out there for Amy. I she would lose her mind if they came out with a new style savvy game. Oh yeah, Ooh. yeah. So so would our friend uh, Don Koopman. Don is a huge style savvy fan. He would be. I always hear it's I, good. I, yeah, I, I'd hear him screaming all the way from the Netherlands if, if that was announced. <laughs> I think he'd be really. I mean, happy. I, I, I am, am willing to give a um, to give like a special shout out here to uh, to our friend Bill Gardner, uh, who is like one of the um, he was like one of the designers of Star. Uh, oh, sorry, um, he was one of the designers of Bioshock. He was like a level designer, and uh, he always talks about Star Tropics and how Nintendo has basically completely forgotten about Star Tropics. So yeah. if there's like any franchise like that like Nintendo owns that's not Earthbound um, mm-hmm. that Nintendo needs to bring back in some way, I think Star Tropics might be uh, might be one of the top ones for sure. Right, that'd be wild right. if another like developer about the size of WayForward got uh, Star Trek. That'd be a perfect fit, wouldn't it? Perfect since fit, since yeah. Star, you know, WayForward got uh, Advance Wars, so we never know. Right. Uh, I can't. I can't believe I completely forgot about the rumors of Xenoblade Chronicles Three. So I'm making up for it with right. the Copa here. It's like, give me, okay, yeah, give me Xenoblade Three. I want it. Well, that was, uh, let's see, that was, yeah, AMTZX said, I'm definitely hoping for Xenoblade 3 and Splatoon 3 news. Uh, probably I overhyping, but I can we'll hope, get Splatoon 3. Yeah, only because they've already said that this is primarily focused on games releasing this winter, and not that we know Xenoblade 3 would be, but right. we know Splatoon 3 isn't. So I feel like oh, maybe Xenoblade not Splatoon 3, 3 in February would be just amazing. Wow. That, <laughs> that yeah, would that be... would be wild to find out that's coming out so soon. Uh, hmm. I, 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 I do wonder. Like, we've heard a lot about it in the news lately, but I feel like Nintendo might put a longer tail on that one. It seems like a game that they would hype a lot more leading up to release than just saying, like, hey, it's out in three months. Here you go. Like, I Mm -hmm. I could believe Xenoblade 3 being a big uh, E3 2022 game. I mean, that feels fine, yeah. I could see that. 
uh, our very own patron and community member, Richard Herrera, saying, and I'm not necessarily saying I agree with this, but I want it. Uh, I'm going to predict a Metroid collection featuring Zero Mission and Super Metroid for $40, $40, another collection of Samus Returns and Fusion for another $40, with an option to purchase all for $70, uh, and also a Metroid Prime collection announcement for February. Yes, to all, I want all of the above, please. I would love to be able to play every mainline Metroid game, I, especially I Samus Returns, but I don't think it's going to happen. I, just I don't think it'll happen it before too. Dread. I think it'll, if we do get that, it'll happen after Dread. And I will also say, I think we'll get all four, but that'll be our new limited release. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have until March March of 2022 to get it. Man, that could be. I could see that. Oh, oh, I would I'll, absolutely. Buy. That's an e- that's an easy buy. One one absolutely easy buy. That. <clears throat> I, I saw in our patron chat, and I, I'm sorry I don't have the wherewithal to scroll through all the messages and find who said it, but I totally hope that this happens. And I can't believe Derek and I didn't mention it. Uh, Wind Waker HD and Twilight Princess HD. Oh, yeah. Uh, those are two things that happen. <laughs> aren't announced that I could totally believe would go from announcement to release in this very short period. Yeah, now, now that we're out of the hype phase of Skyward Sword HD, I could see that being a thing. Definitely. I mean, it seems like it's it should only be a matter of time before that happens. It seems very strange for those remasters to be locked to Wii U, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, it makes Wind Waker HD was like one of those like hypothetical switch ports that like I've been like waiting for the most, honestly. So that's why when, when, like when, when we saw like the uh, Skyward Sword HD, I was just like, Wind Waker. I'm like waiting for Wind Waker because like I just never got a chance to play that game, and I've I've, I've always oh, wanted you to didn't. Play. Oh, you're missing oh, out. Wow. It's my favorite 3D Zelda. Man. I know. That's you're why I want to buy it on Switch. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing I'll say is that Wind Waker HD would be a really great game to pair with, uh, from a marketing perspective, to pair with the Switch OLED because it has such bright, Ooh. vibrant Ooh, yeah. colors, and that is the whole thing the OLED exists for. So I would, would love to see that game on a huge OLED display. Although we know that yeah. Metroid Dread is like is like the title that fits the space like associated with it, like even down to like the color scheme of the console itself. Oh yeah. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Vento um, Kiosk so- in the YouTube in the YouTube chat saying Fire Emblem Path of Radiance and Radiant Dawn remastered for the Switch. That would be pretty dang dang hype because Ike is a popular character, but they've never re released those ga- those that GameCube and Wii game, and yeah. to get it to have a proper mm-hmm. release, especially because they're getting so expensive, would be pretty huge. But just really Fire Emblem anything, like a new Echoes game like that does a Genealogy of the Holy War, that would make Fire Emblem fans uh, lose their minds. Or I, I don't think we're ready quite yet for the newest Fire Emblem. I don't think we're ready after Three Houses. Hmm. But I could see a remake happening. Right, right. I was thinking a remake, um, yeah. Also our very own community member and patron, Joseph Bayer, uh, coming in with a prediction that I partially agree with. They're saying... Castlevania GBA collection, since we know that's now a real thing, uh, N64 or Game Boy on NSO, and a new NSO retro controller. And the part of that that I definitely think is happening, I think we're getting a new NSO tier with either N64 or Game Boy, or perhaps both. Um, but I do think that the rumors surrounding all that, I feel like there's a there there. And I, I think we're going to get at least one new console on NSO tomorrow during the direct will it be part of a new subscription tier that i'm not so sure of but i, I do think not. it's gonna happen i know yeah. knowing nintendo but, that's probably the case honestly and this, this was knowing the big... me they got me by the balls anyway so <laughs> exactly yeah. Yeah, this, yeah this was the big point in our in our discussion earlier today uh nintendo switch online getting i'm, I'm just gonna go specifically n64 i i am 
beyond reasonably certain that we're getting N64. And I, I mentioned all the reasons in That's our discussion, so if you listen to that, you can go listen to the detail detail. Uh, but the big thing is just that patent uh, that we covered on TNT a few episodes back uh, right. that was supposed to, you know, the, the FCC pictures were supposed to be unlocked March 2022. They moved that to this Friday, <laughs> which seems right. like... A coincidence. And uh, people have correctly pointed out that in the diagrams, like the drawings that Nintendo submitted that are publicly available, uh, that the labeling points, like they list out where product labels are on these diagrams and they line Mm -hmm. up perfectly with an N64 controller. So that's that's what I was thinking. I kind of think it is. If I had to choose one or the other, I think it's going to be N64. And I'm down with that. Um, I mean, as we were saying, giving in, having it have be multiplayer with uh, N64 being such a multiplayer machine makes a lot of sense and would be probably the best use of the on- online for, you know, that type of thing. Because, you know, you have a few good SNES games you can play multiplayer, but N64 is really where it's at and could really make it um, something special. The problem right. is they need a much more consistent. I, I really, if they're going to raise the price, they need a more consistent release schedule. Not this every three months. Here's five random games. I think, right. um, I, th- I think something that like a lot of people don't realize too, is that the N64 is actually the most popular retro console that like a lot of gamers kind of, you know, uh, kind of like um, attached to really in a lot of ways. I mean, like if you saw like with, uh, was it when GameStop uh, like started selling retro games and like retro, like a, uh, retro consoles and all that stuff. The N64 was like by and large, like the most popular thing. So I think Nintendo is like aware of that. And I, you know, that, that's why I'm like, I'm thinking that this would lead to like a new tier where like you not only get Super Nintendo games, but you also get N64 games. And so now you go to the next tier in order to get all of that, you know? Right. And yeah. if that's what happens, they got my money. I mean, I'm not even going to pretend that I'm not going to pay for that. So I mean, I mean yeah. as long as they got yeah. the titles, that's, that's the whole thing because like yeah. Nintendo's notorious with not rolling out these titles fast enough or plentiful enough really you know so it's that's true it, 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 all, it all kind of depends on what their plan is in order to make it worthwhile but i think for you ash it's like no matter what they got you so. yeah i mean <laughs> unless it was just like super mario 64 because i already have 3d all-stars but assuming it's anything beyond I, that, I don't think super mario 64 would be part of the service though i i will, will oh, say yeah. if we get both game boy and n64 there's definitely a crossover potential here because i saw some people saying about um pokemon stadium if oh, they would, would release nice. Pokemon, you know, any of the Gen 1 or Gen 2 games and then Pokemon Stadium 1 or 2 on the N64 and have that compatible between the games, between the Game Boy and N64 apps, I was presumably, that'd be kind of cool. Have that little extra bonus. We can actually have your own yeah. teams in Stadium rather than the rented Pokemon. You know, what would also be interesting is if, you know, obviously we never got the Xbox. We I think we all kind of thought for a while that we would get the Xbox versions of Banjo-Kazooie and Banjo-Tooie on Switch eventually. And that just hasn't shaken out that way. And that's fine. But what if we did just at least get the original versions through N64, NSO? And so you don't get like the, the definitive versions necessarily. You still have to go to Xbox for those. But I'd be happy to have the original N64 versions of the Banjo games. As long yeah, as they're available like... somewhere. That's the main thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I was uh, talking to our good friend Rogers Base earlier, and he he came in not necessarily with a prediction, but definitely it made me laugh. And he's choosing violence with this. He said, "Imagine if the new Fire Emblem gets announced, and it's and the last Smash character is the protagonist oh, of that new Fire Emblem." No. 
Oh no, that'd be something, uh, wouldn't it? Yeah, the internet. Uh, would something that we didn't mention also, like, as far as it being like another Fire Emblem character, like that, that, that's like another thing that we mentioned. It's like, oh, if it's like this, then it'd be like, oh no. Like, uh, honestly, <laughs> I don't think if we get another, I, I don't think it'll be Fire Emblem. I think the more likely one is be uh, <laughs> um, Pokemon. I hope not. The, the the three series I don't want it to be are Fire Emblem, Pokemon, and Mario. I think all three of those series need a bit of a break when it comes to new Smash characters. Of course, if it is any one of those three. I will be happy for their fans. Waluigi, I'll be begrudgingly happy, but I will be a good sport about it. Uh, I mean, my best um, if I <laughs> can make my my prediction real quick, um, I, I actually I actually thought it might be uh, a Goomba. Actually, might be the last character just because the first DLC character was the Piranha. That would be. Remember. Oh, that'd you know? be amazing. So I'm thinking like I'm thinking full circle. It might come back to being generic Mario enemy. So like Goomba or Piranha right. or something like that. So. I mean, if it is a first-party character, and I, there were probably reasons to think that it could be, uh, I would I would personally love it to be either Dixie Kong or Rhythm Heaven Rap, but I don't expect either of those at all. I think that ship has sailed. Um, who knows? You know, it, it could be anyone. It could be anyone at this point. It could be third-party, first-party. You all know Sora is my last remaining realistic dream character. I don't think it's going to be him, but I sure hope it is. Um, but you know, I know we could, we could probably go through direct predictions literally forever, but we do actually literally be our only news story and we'd be fine. Yeah. 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 But we do have other news to get to. And we also have other super chats to read out. Uh, so first up is JJ, the killer eight with two Canadian dollars saying sane, referring to just sending super chats to prevent us from getting to the news. And I decided to cut it and then, uh, you know, go back to the super chats after this first story. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I got scrolled off. Where'd it go? Uh, <laughs> chat, why did you do that? Uh, sorry, guys. You want yeah. me to grab it? Or? Damn uh, you sure. and your generosity. <laughs> yeah, if you could. I, I got scrolled off. Uh, oh, hey, I found uh, it. Found it. You found it? Okay. Uh, yeah, Luke Bevis with $4.99 saying, thanks for always putting a smile on my face since the GX days. Thanks for helping getting me into so many great games. Direct hype. Hell yeah. Thank you so much, uh, Luke. Really appreciate it. And direct hype indeed. Uh, next is $5 from Jacob Tucker saying, still holding out for Ryu Hayabusa, but I'd totally be fine with Phoenix Wright. I'd be fine with either of those characters. Yeah, sound good to Phoenix me. Phoenix Wright a little bit more yeah. for me. But, uh, yeah, I, I, would, I would place Phoenix Wright a bit higher, significantly higher, but I'd be pretty happy with Ryu Hayabusa as well. Um, next is $5 from RecBCQ saying a version of the Banjo trailer that knocks out Duck Hunt. This time, every character in the game gets hit one after another until they reveal Waluigi. Why would you say something like this? I just want that as a game, not as a trailer, but as an actual yeah. game at this point. <laughs> yeah. Well, RecBCQ, you are one of the people that I will be begrudgingly happy for if it is Waluigi. So here's, <laughs> well, here's to seeing what happens. Uh, also, five more dollars from RecBCQ saying, we won't see this probably, but I want to see a new franchise like Arms or Splatoon that turns a genre on its head. That would be cool. I would yeah, like that as well. That'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, Alan Wilkinson with a two euro donation saying, or sorry, two pound donation uh, saying, Sma smash, no smash, character, other thing? I'm scared. Well, yeah, we, we don't know what I to expect. I think we'll see Smash. I, yeah, I, I think we will see Smash, personally. Um, and, and we'll see video games. We will see Nintendo games. I can tell you that right now. I, that's my predictions. We'll see Nintendo pretty games. Good. Pretty good. We'll see. Yeah. Have yeah. yeah. Uh, $1.99 from Mike F. saying, I lied. It'll be Stanley from the Stanley Parable. <laughs> oh, just, wow. We're, we're pulling from everywhere now. Thank yeah. you uh, so much, Mike. And next is $1.99 from Splubber, a name I love reading out, Splubber, saying Hornet for Smash, Silk Song getting shadow dropped. That would that would break the internet. 
if that yeah. if to that to have Hornet make it in over other indie games. I don't know how big um, uh, Hollow Knight is in Japan. It'd be cool, but yeah, cool. Yeah. It'd be weird to see Hornet get in over like you know. I mean, Shantae's obviously that ship has sailed because she's a Me Fighter costume, and Shovel Knight's an assist trophy. But right. it would be weird and to see also get in Sans over. from Undertale. Yeah. Too. Oh, and yeah. Sans. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Hornet has Hornet has a um, uh, Me costume though. That'd be cool. Get a uh, cool. Hollow Knight track. That's what I would think too. Yeah, personally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next is. Oh, sorry. Uh, next is. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, Two dollars from Stack Stacks. <laughs> I love that name too. Saying all I want from Smash is skin packs. Yeah. Yeah. That would be awesome. I want skin packs, music packs. You know, yeah, I, I'd be down packs. to buy more stages. You know, again, but I have a problem. I will. I will buy Smash content endlessly. So it's probably good for my sake that they are ending it. Um, next is $20 from Darchi. Thank you so much, Darchi, saying yeah, if N64 wow. Online happens, what games would be in the first wave of games? Also, Steve, I totally agree. Virtual Console needs to go the Game Pass route with the big library with everything they previously released for VC before. Yes. I didn't know that you had said that, mm. Steve, but I completely agree with you. That would be... I don't expect it ever. No, Nintendo same. being Nintendo, but I would. Do you not like it. money? Like, that's, that's the whole question. Really. That would definitely <laughs> give a lot of people to sign up. Maybe they, maybe they're looking at Game Pass and being like, hmm. You know, that's the funny thing. Like, I think about so, I can't do the calculus in my mind to understand how Game Pass is profitable. I don't understand it. There's no way that it makes sense, which is why I'm happily subscribed to it and will be until it'll probably get worse because it's that's too the key good yeah. true right now that's that's the key <laughs> though steve is that like people realize what the benefit is and like how it outweighs the cost and so you have like so many people buying into it and there's a lot of word of mouth on it as well as far as being like right. you know, the best deal yeah. in gaming you got like enough people who buy into it it's like yeah it's worthwhile especially if you like add it onto all sorts of platforms like on pc uh, you know xbox consoles and who oh, knows absolutely. like down the line you, you know i, I you agree know. with you 100 yeah. percent. but when i look at if Nintendo were to do exactly what I said in the discussion and just give us all their old games, screw everybody else, forget about all the awesome third-party stuff on previous Nintendo platforms. If Nintendo said, hey, all of our stuff from N64 backwards is on this service for, oh, let's man. just say, 30 bucks a year, right? And mm-hmm. and you have access to it, you know, as long as you're subscribed. There's no they question. Would, Everyone they will would buy not know what it. to do with the money they generate from that. Oh, yeah. that would it would <laughs> it's so true. Be ridiculous. It's like duck in the money bin, basically. At that point, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like Doug Bowser would just you know sleep in a coffin full of cash every night for no reason yeah. other than that it's fancier. It than would be. Somehow. It would just be. Can. Yeah. Doug Bowser in the Wario World cover. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh cash. God. Yeah. Get it together. Um, <laughs> to, to answer your question, Darchi, I feel like it would be pretty likely uh, if we didn't get Super Mario 64, which, you know, for th- the 3D All-Stars reasons, we might not. I feel like Pilot Wing 64 and Wave Race 64 are both pretty pretty good bets. for uh, Mario Kart. Mario Kart 64. 64. Agreed. Wanted, I, um, I've got one for this, and it would be the most Nintendo choice ever. Specifically, the uh, most Nintendo of America choice ever. The N64 launched with three games in Japan, and we would only get one of them. And it would be the oh, fucking no. shogi game. <laughs> oh, no. it would be like, look at this import that never came out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, enjoy it. We're gonna We're give keep you it tradition over here. <laughs> I would love to see some uh, some rare love, like you know, get some of the and not even just the banjo games. I mean, like Blast Core, Jet Force Gemini, like that would be pretty cool. Yeah, um, I'm really hoping <laughs> yeah. for uh, Doctor Mario 64 because oh, it has oh, that four player. I have yeah. really good memories of playing that. Uh, against tom 
And I have been, I just, I will take on all comers when it comes to uh, (laughs) uh, Dr. Mario 64. That is, that's my puzzle game. Like I love, I love uh, Puzzle League. I am not the best at it. Dr. Mario, I can do. (laughs) Derek is laying down his challenge right now. Like like, bring all comers at this point. I'm I'm a pill popper. (laughs) Nice. Well, on that on that note, uh, I I I know John, our good friend John Cartwright and I both feel strongly about this. I would be very happy if Pokemon Puzzle Challenge, oh god, a panel depon would would, Pokemon Puzzle League and all that. Yeah, 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 that would be. Or sorry, Pokemon Puzzle League challenges the Game Boy Color version. Um, Yeah, that would be. I would love to be able to play that. Uh, online but uh, we'll see and uh with that i am going to cut it to super chats for right now there so we can move on with the news but i will uh continue with the super chats after our next story and uh as usual for this one i'm not going to come up with a clever uh transition for this because it is activision blizzard but we're not going to again get into the details of all that grisly stuff we are going to talk about some high profile departures that just recently happened so let's get that up on screen so uh, it seems as though people are abandoning ship. Yeah, as, that was uh, my Abandon ship. Everybody <laughs> Abandon off. Ship. Well, and especially this first one. So two high-profile employees of uh, Blizzard have now left the company, the first being uh, their chief legal officer, Claire Hart. But that's uh, not as a good well sign. That is, when your chief legal officer departs amidst everything currently going on, that's not a good sign. Well, it's a good sign for those of us who want to see them you know, burn for what they've done. But not a good sign for for Activision Blizzard's shareholders. Um, And then also, uh, just as painfully and and in kind of a different way, uh, the executive producer of both Overwatch 2 and the Overwatch series in general, uh, Chaco Sunny, I love that name, uh, is leaving as well. That hurts me personally as an Overwatch fan myself. Right, right. And... Uh, you know, obviously, uh, Mr. Sonny was has been very instrumental and very, you know, important to Overwatch's development and overall identity. But I guess I, you know, we don't know for sure that all everything going on is why they're leaving. But that's why they're leaving. Come on, I mean, yeah, the timing is too is too common. So, uh, Steve, you you had a bit of a you, you cracked up there for for a second. I, What's going on? I couldn't help it in our patron chat. Uh, one of our one of our patrons said Activision, more like Ass Division. <laughs> it was right as you were starting the story, and it just hit right right at, at the. That's a new IP, Ass Division. <laughs> yeah, oh, God, yeah. Uh, you know, I I'm glad they're getting out while the getting's good. I guess. Um, it it seems as though the fact that they're leaving when they're leaving is kind of implicit uh, admission that they don't agree or approve of, of what the company's doing, where it's going, how they're treating their employees, or maybe they do and they just want to get out because they fear for their own jobs. Who knows? I but think they just don't want to way... be around all the drama that's going on right now. Oh, yeah. Like with Chaco exactly. Sunny, especially, um, you know, that, that really speaks as far as like how the development of Overwatch 2 is going. And it's, mm-hmm. it's already had its fair share of problems uh, as far as right. like, it's marketing and like all the stuff that's going on right now with Activision Blizzard, like, you know, all that. Um, yeah, I, th- I think he just doesn't want to deal with it personally. Like, if I had to guess, honestly, like, like, like yeah. anyone who's high profile right I now, can't really blame of... him. Exactly. Yeah, no. I mean, like, 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 like uh, anyone who's like high profile right now, who's like part of the company, I'm sure they're like second guessing. It's like, do I really want to be dealing with all this and what's going to come down the road and all that stuff? I, I, and I, I totally understand like where they're coming from, considering my own history with uh, projects I've been part of. So I, I understand like where they're coming from. Sure. Sure. So. Yeah, I you know uh, as we've said we you know, we've belabored the point on previous episodes you know screw Activision Blizzard we're we're glad people are getting out while the getting's good 
it, it seems as though the Sharks are circling around Bobby Kotick as well. Uh, yeah. you know, as we said before, I really do hope that uh, everyone involved in, in creating this horrifically toxic company culture over at Activision Blizzard, you know, gets gets dinged for it and, and hard. You know, I, I want to mm-hmm. see legal repercussions. I want to see financial repercussions. Obviously, these people are very protected, so I don't you know necessarily believe that'll happen. But I'm crossing my fingers that this really, really, really. You know, they take some on the chin for this, and more and, than uh, some. Like I said, I wanted I'm to highlight very... also, actually, about like how uh, people should be looking towards like the people who are the higher ups of the company, not the developers themselves, not the oh, design God, yeah. teams and everything. Just, I, I just want to make make that like perfectly clear because uh, those yeah. are the people like who like the people who are actually making the games and trying trying to do their jobs. They're they're like oh, all, like, like like almost by yeah. and large like you know completely clear of all this. And it's really the people who are higher totally. there. It's the high it's the environment. Exactly. Yeah, uh, no, I have Nick, nothing but love for the, you know, developers in the trenches, for sure. And, and one one other thing with Nick Wilde in the uh, YouTube chat saying, I get that Activision has done some really bad stuff, but can we please not terrorize people who like their games? Debates like that are absolute hell. And yeah, that's yes. the thing. Trust me, it sucks. Steve has personal experience. He really yeah. wants to play Diablo 2. Yeah, I right. am a huge Crash and Spyro fan. Guess who owns them? It's... Ah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it's I mean, really tough. Oh, it, it's true. Saying, saying I like Spyro is not the same as endorsing what is going on. Right, right. And you can, right. and, and it's not like, you know, the people that love these series, myself included, went to the store and said, wow, Activision, sure, an awful company. I should support them. Like, we all yeah. bought into yeah. these yeah. franchises decades ago, you know, or, uh, you know, Whenever, right? Like, if I had never played an Activision game and I went to the store today and looked at, you know, Diablo sitting on the shelf knowing what I know now, I'd probably be like, yeah, just going to not learn anything about these. But the time for that has passed. Uh, You know, yes, I would encourage anyone that can to not support Activision with their dollars if they're able to. Um, You know, and I, I talked on previous episodes about that not being... You know, Activision is going to be fine. The developers that we all care about are going to be fine because Activision has billions of dollars. If you don't spend 60 bucks on a game, you're not going to hurt the rank and file people. Uh, But if enough of us do it, it will eventually hurt the executives who are held to account for the company making money. And that's really what the goal is. It's not to hurt the little person. Um, No, of course. So, I mean, yeah, it's and, kind of and, like collateral damage, though, right? Because, like, ultimately, like, it's the people who are at the bottom who usually gets cut first, and then people who, yeah, are, who exactly. are at the top, like, either stay in their positions or they move on to other high, you know, high profile positions in other. And that's why the right? legal repercussions are kind of the hope here, because that's the best yeah. way to get them. Because, yeah, exactly. yeah. It, they might, might not make as much money, but again, it's like, well, it's not making as much, so we're going to cut this team, cut this team, cut this team. Exactly. All of a sudden, you're losing more exactly. stuff that you yeah. love, and it's it's it sucks. It's a bad situation so, overall. Yeah, uh, Ninko with it with an interesting point made in our live audience patron chat saying a reminder that activision was created to get away from atari's at the time toxic corporate culture how one knows their history over here yeah (laughs) yeah i had forgotten about that thanks for the reminder that is it's ironic the way things change over the years and i uh, interviewed dan kitchen uh in those early days and uh yeah he said this exact same thing like activision was basically a family company pretty much when it first came together and uh he was he was you know he was great as far as like you know detailing all that but it really is a far cry from how they are now yeah Mm yeah 
Who I feel like there's a Far Cry joke to make there, but I can't think of it fast enough to. Don Carlos Don Mancino somewhere. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's not even it's the same company, but I just wanted to do something with it, but I can't. That's okay. Um, well, so yeah, that brings us to the end of this new story. Fuck Activision Blizzard. You know how we feel. We'll see how this develops. Um, but uh, moving on to some super chats. Uh, first off is five dollars from Shadow the Pika, and I really hope this isn't something obscene or hentai related in Japanese. But uh, they say hype to it's see the, re- the remaster of the Japanese only DS game Danimals Kore wa Nisei no Gemu Desu announced tomorrow. Yes, Steve, you are you translating on the fly? Are we good? That just to means this is a that? fake game. Oh, okay, no. awesome. Then we're good. <laughs> okay, yeah, good. Yeah, I was going to say um, there is a game titled that. It's called There Is No Game, and you should check it out. Oh, there is no. Oh, right, yeah. right, I played a bit of that. Right. Uh, thank you, Shadow the Pika, for your for your donations. Uh, very much. Thank you. Next is I'm scrolling down. Two uh, dollars from this great name, McSpunk. These names are so good, you guys. Two dollars from McSpunk saying, "I hope we get a final or a sorry, a Fire Emblem remake." Loved Echoes on 3DS. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised we haven't seen another game in, in what I thought was going to become the Echoes series yet. It might have um, been affected just because of the transition from 3DS to Switch. Sure. And the pandemic. Yeah, that too. So, yeah, I would love that too. I'd love to see another Echoes style remake for sure. Thank you, McSpunk. Next up is $5 from Black Ninja saying, I've put this out there before and something is telling me it's happening. Master slash crazy hand for Smash as the final character. Alt color Iwata hands. I love that. Oh, that would be amazing. Oh, wow. Amazing. That would be a wild way to to bring things full circle for Smash in general, making the last character being, being master and crazy hand. We'll see. I don't. I don't know if I see that happening myself, but it would be a wild twist. It would, but I also can't find myself being too excited for that. I mean, it's cool, but eh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I honestly, I think Iwata's hands being an alt would be the coolest part of that. Honestly, <laughs> um, next is two dollars from Lizard eighty one two eighty eight saying, "New gamers, how do I hold the N sixty four controller?" Right? Yeah, I could see that being a, a huge issue for today's. You know, even back then, it was an issue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It felt weird as a kid having most games use the analog stick and being like, why is there just D-pad over here that I just never use? Or the Mari Party mini game, like where you had to like spin it around like this. Oh, God. You know? oh, God. It's had to get the gloves and shit. Yeah. yeah. I don't uh, think we'll see a uh, Mario Party 1 on the uh, N64 online. Probably not. Mario probably Party not only either. because we're about to get Mario Party Superstars. That's not yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, next is uh, Moon Ghost Doodles, another great name with 50. Is that Mexican pesos, Steve? Do we know? Uh, let me see. Hold MX. on. I'm sorry. I'm no, no worries. I'm not sure. I, I feel like it might be, but either way, it's, uh, it's Mexican Moon... dollars. Mexican dollars. Cool. Thank you so much, Moon Ghost Doodles, uh, saying I'd either love Odyssey 2 or oh. a new 3D platformer mm. or having Dixie slash Crash and Smash. Don't hate me. Could only donate so much at the moment. Good vibes oh, to don't all. Don't need well, to worry about thank- donating. <laughs> Please. And, 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 you know, the fact that you donate at all, period, means the world to us. Never yeah. apologize for how much you're, how little you're able to donate. We love you all the same. And, and thank you and so Eduardo, much. And then Eduardo, can I just say that Mexican peso is correct? I thought it was oh, a peso, oh. not a dollar. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. No, dollar, either way, it works. I'm also very tired. Works out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, same. I think we'd all love to see Odyssey 2 or a new 3D platformer. Uh, there were those rumors uh, surrounding a new Donkey Kong game for a while, and maybe that could 
probably you know, may make a, an appearance. Who knows? Uh, next is uh, five Canadian dollars from our good friend Jesse M slash Kitty Kong Facts saying, speaking of banjo, since Derek was angry at Brandon for his Diddy Kong racing skills, don't tell him I beat Canary Mary's Cuckoo Land race in six tries. Yikes. <laughs> See, that doesn't Yikes. make me angry because I can do the same as long as I have a, I have a spoon. All I need <laughs> is a spoon and I can make that happen. It breaks nice. that challenge in half. So nice. I am. Who's your character, Derek? Wait, as far as. Diddy Kong oh, no. oh uh, tip top. <laughs> uh, hey, it's tip top. I saw you as a tip top play player, honestly. Like I was, like, I was like thinking, like who would Derek play as like tip top? Surely, so you say it, boom, right there. <laughs> I'm trying to yeah. remember who I played, but I think it was her name Pipsy, the the little mouse. Yeah, Is that her Pipsy, name? Mouse. Yeah, yeah. Pipsy, I think the mouse. I, I played yeah. Pipsy, and and yeah, and then mm. TT. Once you finally unlocked him, I love playing TT. Oh, TT the tiger, I believe, right? No, oh, it's the, the clock, clock guy. Right? Yeah, the clock. Oh, the clock. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Hi, I'm TT. I think you sounded hey, kind of like that or something. Uh, all right. Next is uh, $5 from Late Night Sprite saying, last time I made predictions online, I guessed Sephiroth and Smash and then Advance Wars. So I'm predicting Rhythm Heaven for Switch for you and me, Ash. Well, oh, thank yeah. you, Late Night Sprites. Here's That would be right. amazing if Late Night Sprites gets that right again. Right? And cool. if, if that does happen tomorrow, Late Night Sprites, I'm giving you credit. You're the reason it did. So... We'll see what happens. Uh, hopefully, I would love for you to be right. And I'm going to go ahead and cut it for, uh, cut it on Super Chats uh, right there for now, but I'll get back to them after the next news story. Um, so, yeah, let's go ahead and move on to our third story, which uh, deals with a, a JRPG series that is near and dear to pretty much all our hearts, I think. So let's get that up on screen. So uh, we have newly found out that the uh, co-developer on Dragon Quest XI and XI-S, Orca, has also signed on to co-develop Dragon Quest XII with Square Enix. And last week, uh, their fellow Japanese studio, Hexadrive, also signed on to assist. So this is obviously turning out to be a huge production. That's no surprise. It's Dragon Quest. It's mainline Dragon Quest. But, you know, now, yeah, you got Square Enix enlisting both Orca and Hexadrive. This is the scope in, is, is for this project is obviously becoming monumental. Uh, but I still don't, you know, I wouldn't expect to see this game still for at least until 2023 at the earliest i would say um but uh yeah i don't know that we have too much to say about this my personal take is hell yeah only because dragon quest 11 s is one of the best jrpgs i have ever played in my life period bar none full stop and wow. orca obviously were part of that so i trust them to deliver with square on and hexadrive on dragon quest 12 as well to quote nicholas cage that's high praise <laughs> yeah. uh derek i know you're our resident uh, dragon quest super fan out of us do so you have any uh, additional thoughts on this not too many i i mean they are definitely uh, the big thing with uh dragon quest 12 is they, they they say they're taking it in a bit of a different direction to what's standard for dragon quest and them going in any kind of new direction like it was a massive uh addition when you could in dragon quest 8 when you could actually see your characters during fights that yeah, was a big right. addition that's how slow uh, Dragon Quest typically changes things up. It's typically very traditional. And I think it'll still have uh, a lot of traditional elements to it, but I think maybe production value is where it's really going to take another step up and maybe go in the story direction. Uh, in another way, looking through the positions, they ha they're going through a lot. They have character artists, cinematic artists, technical artists, user interface artists, rendering programming, animators, environmental uh, artists, rigging artists, level designers, facial animators, effects artists, lightning artists, and planners. This is a lot of positions, and there's a lot of 
moving yeah. parts going on here. And if it can just manage to get that same level of quality that 11 had or even Ooh. close to it, we were in for such a treat. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, the thing is, it's like the, the whole flames thing gives it a sense of a darker Dragon Quest. But then you like, you know, for any who's played Dragon Quest, it's like this series already is kind of dark. <laughs> you know? it's yeah. Like, it, is. it has kind of like a light, happy veneer, but then when you really dig into the story and you really start playing it, it go, it goes places. Eleven. Yeah. I mean, I haven't played really much beyond eleven. I played a little bit of eight. I'd love to go back and play it someday. But just speaking from experience with eleven, that story goes places I never would have expected to in terms of getting really dark. Uh, having you know, when I just first played the first few hours of the game, right? I'm like, oh, okay, this is really fun, and what a fun high adventure, pretty light, pretty happy. No. <laughs> It doesn't stay that way. It doesn't I mean, stay that way. I compare it uh, most to like if you, uh, as a kid, looking at uh, something like the uh, Secret of Nim. It's like, for the most yeah. part, you like you can see some of the stills and be like, oh, it's a happy, fun, fun mouse movie. And then you get into it, it's like, oh god, <laughs> There's oh, god. creepy yeah. owl and sword fights and all kinds of other uh, uh, darker elements to it that you just wouldn't expect. Still a great movie, but it's like just not what you'd expect uh, a to see. A little bit, yeah. Mm. Of all of all things, because uh, you you made that comparison, Derek, and I agree. The one that comes to mind for me, out of all things, is the Brave Little Toaster, which oh, is a yeah. movie that I yeah. loved growing up, and it's like a really fun kids movie <laughs> until you watch it. And then it's not as nearly as fun. Or That's as, a good callback. That's a good callback. Maybe yeah. it's just me. Uh, playing um dragon quest 8 recently but now i'm just imagining um dual magus is that clown that fireman clown where he just during that dream oh. sequence where he goes run oh. and he just says all oh, teeth huh? and it's like jeez there's walter yeah, white all yeah. of a sudden run yeah <laughs> um by the way this dragon quest news of course comes from push square who reminds us a little bit about hexadrive's background uh they ha- hexadrive have uh collaborated with square in the past before uh most notably final fantasy 15 uh, but Hexdrive has also worked, and they primarily work with other developers on large projects. Uh, they help develop Zelda The Wind Waker HD for you, uh, for you uh, David, and which you haven't played yet. But uh, yeah, they, they, have, they have helped out with various ports, and uh, they are a proven studio for sure. So it does seem like the development pedigree here is, you know, first rate. And uh, I know we're all hyped for Dragon Quest Twelve whenever it arrives, but it's going to yeah. be a while. So, yeah. All right. Well, like I said, I didn't think we would have too much to talk about there. So let's go ahead and get back to our Super Chats. Uh, first off, we have $5 from AxCon saying, what about Yarn Kirby for Smash? Mario, Link, Ooh. and Samus all get alt forms. It's a long shot, and maybe Sakurai is feeling nostalgic for his franchise. I'd be, hey, if Sakurai wants to pull rank and put another Kirby character in there, whoever it is, I mean, Bandana I'm not D. the biggest Bandana D fan, D. but look, yeah. I still love Kirby, and we get more Kirby music. We get another stage. I, I, I don't, I, I don't think there's any nostalgia for Sakurai because uh, Yarn Kirby is definitely not Sakurai. Yeah, uh, so yeah, that wasn't a Sakurai yeah. Kirby game. So, and we, we have seen that Sakurai seems to prefer uh, to draw from his own Kirby games, and we have so much content from like Kirby Superstar and Kirby's Dreamland, and so we don't really see much from modern Kirby games, which is, I would say, both. Well, I mean, not both good and bad. Probably just a bad thing. I love modern Kirby games as well as the classic ones. So mm-hmm. I don't think we'd see that, though. I agree. Uh, next is two Canadian dollars from Jared Helder saying, hoping the Smash reveal will be special to Sakurai. I hope so, too. You know, the man deserves it. The man has brought us, you know, and so many people so much happiness over the last eight years with these incredible Smash reveals. And I love I love it when you can see the passion and, and just how effusive he is about characters. Oh, man, if we can get him, about. get him geeking out. 
Yeah, That'd like the way wonderful. he geeked out over Terry and SNK in general was yeah. amazing. Like that that's one of my favorite soccer presentations of all time because you, you can, can tell, tell when he's talking about like characters. Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, you 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 like you can tell when there's like character reveals and he actually has like a history with those characters or those franchises and he clearly yeah. had a lot of history with Terry Bogard and with a, you know with, with with the Fatal Fury franchise and all that. So I loved yeah. that. Yeah, I love to see that. So I agree. I I hope it's someone who is special to Sakurai. Uh, which means I really hope Sakurai's a big Kingdom Hearts fan. Uh, <laughs> next is uh, $4.99 from Corey Bryant saying, the next Smash character is going to be a sealed copy of Bayonetta 3. You wouldn't be able to afford it. That would be too too valuable. Nobody could buy it. I mean, it's, you know, it's this... It's too hard. Who knows where Bayo 3 is and, and suddenly okay. a sealed copy of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, next is five Canadian dollars from Zanuck saying, I think the last character is Nahobino from Shin Megami Tensei Five but I don't think it will be revealed tomorrow. Well, I mm. I respectfully disagree. I don't see that being the case, but hey, if it is, come back and say I told you so because that is a very specific prediction that yeah, is it would be pretty wild if it turned out to actually be that. So yeah. uh, see, we'll see. Get the representation would be really interesting. And the funny thing is, be. is that technically the Nahabino would be a sword character because he has a sword come out of his hand. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Zanuck, for the donation. Seriously. Uh, let's see. Just scrolling down. Here we go. Next is $4.99 from Brian Rivero saying, would you guys be happy with Crash slash Spyro for Smash since they are both owned by Activision? I would, well, I but like I can't Crash. see Nintendo touching it. So The only thing is like, all that would have happened way before. You know, They would have gotten Crash or Spyro way before all these allegations came yeah. out. That's the tricky part. Yeah. Um, I... I wouldn't be thrilled just because of everything going on right now, but I would be much more hyped for Spyro than I would Crash. I just don't like Crash as a character. Sue me. Please don't sue me. But I, <laughs> I, I don't like Crash as a character at all. He doesn't do anything for me. So not even to do with the Activision Blizzard allegations, I just wouldn't be hyped for Crash no matter what. Spyro, though, sure. But what if it's Frog sure. from Chrono Trigger? I mean, if it's anybody from Chrono Trigger, you're going to hear me screaming from, you know, the rooftops, no matter where they remember. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, man. <laughs> and in Town Darling, with $4.99, just saying, Rhythm Heaven, 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 Rhythm Heaven. Thank you, Town Darling. I appreciate the the passion for Rhythm Heaven. I completely agree. Um, I, I would love... Very few things more than to see a Rhythm Heaven announcement uh, tomorrow during the Direct. Do I expect yeah, it? Not really, but I sure would be happy with it. Uh, <laughs> next is uh, $2 from on YouTube user saying, I just want Chibi Robo. The series is so underrated. Yeah, Chibi Robo's great Chibi Robo. and uh, deserves a lot more love from Nintendo. I completely agree. We did get Ziplash relatively recently, but I don't think that landed very well no. with no. the fan base. As uh, especially I... not with its fan base. It yeah, was, that's what yeah. I understood. It was um, a perfectly fine platform with some weird decisions. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up is five Canadian dollars from Jared Helder saying, I played Dragon Quest Eleven with some kids watching and had to quickly pause when things got real. Though dark, it is in the end optimistic in its tone. And you're completely right. It does uh, It does have an optimistic message overall. Going to back to Don Bluth, he, he's very much of the belief that uh, kids can handle dark and, uh, you know, kind of scary things as long as there's a happy ending exactly. agreed yeah. agreed kids can handle a lot more than i think they're given credit for especially in america i think uh kids are, are, are pandered and, and talked down to a little, way too much 
with uh, you know modern cartoons and stuff. So I completely you're speaking agree. my language here, Ash. Yeah, yeah, 100%. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I saw you nodding. I'm like, yep. Yeah, no, he knows where I'm coming from. Uh, and then finally, five dollars from Sean Davis saying, "Can't wait for Mallow from Zelda to be announced as the last Smash fighter. The Mallow Mart theme in Smash would be beautiful." Mallow creeps me out, man. He still, all these years later, creeps me out. I don't know. Mario RPG just... Mallow, I'm guessing? Or... No, 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 Mallow from Twilight the... Princess. The shark oh, okay, King. all right. The I, little sure baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like a grown baby. I don't know. He's really weird. But I do like his, his shock theme. I do, I do okay. like that. I mean, Mallow um, and Mario right. RPGs also have a grown baby. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, okay, well, that brings us to the end of our Super Chats for now. So uh, let's go ahead and move on to our next story, which I am uh, lovingly calling the Ashy P Special. So let's get that up on screen. Sorry, Clippy B. <laughs> so, so speaking of uh, things we haven't heard from in a while that maybe could show up during tomorrow's Direct, uh, Bandai Namco have filed new trademarks for uh, both Wahoo Encore and one and two encore. And I would like to remind you all that Wahoo, specifically Wahoo, is the catchphrase of one of my favorite platformer characters ever, Klonoa. Uh, it was reported way back in September 2019 that uh, Bandai Namco had filed a trademark for Klonoa Encore. And this got many people, including myself, excited because guess what the Japanese name is for Katamari Damacy Reroll? Katamari Encore. So that got people thinking, oh shit. Klonoa is finally going to make a resurgence. You know, we're getting Klonoa 1 remaster or something on Switch. Nothing came of it. And, uh, you know, that is, of course, always the risk with trademark news stories. You, you don't know if anything's going to come of it. So this isn't technically the first time we've heard about this, but it is exciting that they have re now, you know, refiled trademarks for two other you know, yeah. names that could mean Klonoa and one and two encore is particularly exciting because that could point to us getting Lunatea's veil, like a remaster of that, or just a port. And God, I wouldn't have ever like dared to hope for that. Not that I'm necessarily yeah. banking all my hopes on this anyway, because that we're game not is that. stuck on the uh, PlayStation two. <laughs> so yeah, it is, it, it just to have any kind of a port. And I've had that game for a long time. Please, it is really good. <laughs> please, 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 please. And and I would say even more than the original Klonoa, which is a fantastic game in its own right, I would say Lunatea's Veil is even better. And both of these games, uh, specifically the the original PlayStation version of Klonoa, the, the the Wii remake was good, but it's just but it's not as good as the original PlayStation version. And God, if we could get ports of both of those on Switch, whether they're remastered or not. I would be so happy. I, I want to get Lunatea's Veil off the PS2. It's just because it's, it's so hard to play, but it's such a good game. So you all have to promise me in the audience that if, if this does turn into a thing and Klonoa Encore is real, you all have to play it if you like platformers because Klonoa deserves the love and deserved has we, deserved way better than he's ever gotten. We wouldn't steer you wrong. Exactly. No, Klonoa <laughs> is... It, that's actually another great example of a series that seems fun and lighthearted on the surface, and it is fun, but it oh, really man. goes places. Klonoa 1's ending is so freaking dark. So is 2's. They both are. Well, 2's is... Yeah, 2's is kind of dark. Uh, best way um, that I have heard the 2's ending described is that it's uh, uh, inside out before inside out. Oh, I could see kind of... Yeah, I could yeah. see what you mean. Okay. Which I don't think is as dark as one. One is like that. Well, I'm not going to say anything, but yeah, just to let you know, it's like there's some wild implications in one. Yeah. 
I just really, really hope that this is a thing. You know, I don't know why Bandai Namco originally filed the trademark for Klonoa Encore two years ago now. Uh, I don't know why it's taking so long, but it does give me just a little bit of hope that these two new trademarks have now been filed. And, you know, I mean, what else could Wahoo Encore possibly be from Bandai Namco? What else? I mean, I mean nothing. If I had to guess, honestly, uh, you know, like, like, it feels like that Bandai Namco has been looking for ways to bring back Klonoa in some fashion. And yeah. maybe they just come across like issues, maybe like finding like the right team to, like, to work on it or something. Maybe now they have, and you know, they, you know, with all the time that's passed, they had to do like the, um, you know, the, you know, the, they had to re up the, um, the license for it and everything. But yeah, it, it'd be curious to see like, uh, like how Kanoa comes back if he does come back in some fashion. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and and I did forget about this, but I mentioned Kam- uh, Katamari Damacy reroll being Katamari Damacy Encore in Japan, but it's also worth noting that Mister Drill Drill Land here is known as Mister Driller Encore in Japan. So yeah. All the pieces seem to be lining up. It does seem as though Klonoa is next. It's just a matter of when, but who knows? Maybe that could be one of those out-of-nowhere announcements during the Direct tomorrow. The timing would be perfect. Hey, so. oh, please. I, I put this in our, our discussion as my Ash isn't here prediction for the, uh, for the Direct. So so I, I filed that on your behalf. But yeah, I actually oh, thank do you. think that where there's, you know, I like to say where there's smoke, there's fire. And it does, the, the timing is interesting. Um, yeah. But I think that could weigh like I'm kind of 50 50 on Klonoa showing up tomorrow uh, just because the, mm. the timing of the trademark is really suspect uh, with the direct being right yeah, around the corner. But at the same time, like you said, with trademark news, it often nothing comes of it. So uh, I I would be thrilled because yeah. I haven't played a ton of Klonoa. Uh, I played mm-hmm. the Wii remake and it didn't really grab me at the time. But I absolutely sure. love the character and the art style of those games. And I'd like great. to try them. I love them. the design. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I, I would love to try yeah. them the way they're intended to be played. Uh, so hopefully, <laughs> yeah. hopefully it's soon and hopefully it's on Switch. If, you know, yeah. we don't I really would expect it. That's a perfect audience for the Switch. Agreed. Yeah, it really is. And also, I'm, I'm just, I just want to say, I'm loving all the Klonoa love in, in the chat here, in both chats. There's people like, yay, Klonoa, yeah, Klonoa, wahoo. I'm, I'm loving that there are other Klonoa fans here with us. Um, but yeah, Steve, I don't blame you. Uh, Klonoa, the Wii remake, if that is your only frame of reference for the original game, it's just, it's a good game, but it's not special in the same way the original PlayStation version is, I think. And I think that's kind of maybe why it didn't stick with you in the way that the original PlayStation version is. Klonoa 2 is probably still one of the best examples of 2.5D. I agree. Gameplay. Completely agree. And what wow. a soundtrack, the set pieces. I love that game. Please, please, Bandai Namco. There, there is. through with this. I, I've told this story before, but I um, definitely uh, have just intense memories of the first time playing Klonoa 2. And it was like a close to it was came out pretty soon after the release of the PlayStation 2 or 2. So it was th- that new generation of graphics and it just sort of like, wow, this looks so good. And there was one moment where you go over a, a waterfall while you're on a jet, a little uh, jet board and fall for a long ways and i i have a bit of a fear of heights i could just feel my stomach going up in my chest just from the, like watching that visual i'm like oh my god yeah, <laughs> and yeah that was like I'll, I'll never forget that feeling as no other game has ever caused that for me i've been a little like oh, right. i don't know about this but nobody's ever given me that like oh boy <laughs> yeah uh screamo shaman in our live audience patron chat points out that Klonoa one is on the ps3 as a classic and the gba games are on wii u virtual console and that's true i own all of them but it's still stuck GBA on games. PS2 and PS3, and the GBA right. games are are good, but they're not they're not the same. They're just not the same as the mainline games. They're they're right. they're fine in their in their own way, but 
the 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 main two like mainline Klonoa games are just utterly special in a completely different way. So really hoping Bond and Anko come through here. We'll see what happens. Uh, well, before we move on to our final news story, we do have a couple more super chats. First is five dollars from Queso Buddy. I love that name. Saying Bayonetta Four, the sequel to Bayonetta Two, will be announced tomorrow in the direct. What Bayonetta Three? No, no, I'm convinced that game doesn't exist. <laughs> Don't tell Platinum that because apparently they've been waiting to to you know show that off and haven't been able to for whatever reason. A fever so, dream at this moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll what see what Nintendo happens. Nintendo just pulled like a like another PlayStation move, and they just cut Platinum's legs out from under them, and they're like, "Here's Bayonetta 3. We that would be horrible luck by ourselves with part. Phillips. That, that oh, would be horrible luck on their part. Jesus, um, I uh, joke about that scene. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up is five New Zealand dollars from Kane Woolley saying, "I always wonder, what about the remake? Do you not think is as good as the original? It's literally just the first game made in the engine of the second. Um, for me, it was the tone. The, the there's a very specific tone that the Klonoa games have that." They, they aren't af- afraid to get really dark. And at least to my mind, some of those darker overtones were toned down, I guess, for the Wii remake. <laughs> and I just, it, it wasn't exactly tr- faithful, I guess, to the tone of the original in the way that I wanted it to be. It just seemed like they, they tried to make it a little bit more kid-friendly, were a little afraid of it coming off as dark as the original did. And that's just kind of what I got from it. Like I said, still a perfectly good game. And I, I like I like it a lot, but it just doesn't compare tone wise and and atmosphere wise for me to the original. But still, uh, still, I played the Wii good... version, so I can't compare myself. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, still, a, still a very good version of an amazing game, just not my favorite version. I feel like the original um, was able to kind of get away with that more because like the PS One era of games really was more experimental, right. and they were allowed to kind of get away with uh, more of those things, especially being like really three D era. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, GameFan6219 points out a great comparison. I never even really thought about this, ironically, but saying Klonoa is like Kirby, both dream games and they get dark. Yeah, that's very true. I hadn't really thought Ooh. about the similarities. Crossover, there. maybe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. An uninspired username says Klonoa is the Kirby, uh, is the Kirby has deep slash serious lore meme, but unironically. Yeah, that's so true. It's so funny. Go. I hadn't even thought about those two in comparison. Uh, finally, we have one dollar and ninety nine cents for uh, from Screamo Shaman saying, "Now do the same for the first four dot hack games." Wow. You know, I never played those, but I know people really love them. It was like mm-hmm. playing an anime series, from what I understand. It has a hard playing an offline animation. MMO. Yeah, yeah. Like an MMO, yeah. but you're offline. Yep. Yeah, I heard really good things about that series. I just never played them myself. Uh, thank yeah. you, Screamo Shaman. Well, that brings us to the end of our super chats for now. So, um, I'm before we move on to our final news story, I do want to warn everyone: this is technically a spoiler for the final character in Nickelodeon All Star Brawl's base roster. So, if you don't want to know who it is, check out now. Maybe come back in like ten minutes. But just so you know, uh, but yeah, let's go ahead and get that last news story up on screen. So, I said Nickelodeon All Star Brawl would be coming back uh, later in the episode, and here it is. Uh, so due to a leak of the Xbox splash screen for the game, we now know who the 20th and final unrevealed fighter in the game's base roster is, it is, and it's Toph from Avatar, which is awesome. I'm all about yeah. that. That's, that's a great choice. I mean, like I, I've said before, I, I really would love to see Katara in the game. I'm a really big Katara fan, but Toph would be like right underneath the, her for me. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, we, we, by, by having, um... Cora there it makes sense to go exactly. off instead because you know it water bending yeah. yeah no i totally get it it does and i think Toph is a fantastic uh addition to the roster a great choice uh david are you an avatar fan 
I am not, but uh, I do okay. know enough about Avatar uh, to know that this is a great choice for sure, and I'm really excited to see yeah. what the moveset yeah. looks like, honestly. So, yeah, Me I can too. only imagine. It is and, and, really yeah. easy to sell people on Toph because I still remember her watching her intro episode in that series. Season two, episode five, you watch and you're just like, this girl is amazing. Toph <laughs> is a badass, man. All right. And th- this is this is the time where we re- remind Steve yet again to go watch The Last Airbender. Yeah, man. I was about to it say, is, man. Steve and I, I are no like, what, what are these weeks talking about? Your, <laughs> your like, kids will off. love it. It's it's actually really funny that the uh, final three it. characters are all Avatar related and Steve knows nothing. Oh, yeah. Well, I know. I mean, I, I find it interesting. Like, every time we talk about... So, we all know that specifically of the three of us here at GVG, as well as David, because any room I enter, I am like the least enthusiastic Smash fan in that room. So, (laughs) yeah. And I am like struggling with the mental calculus required to get excited about a Nickelodeon-based Smash clone. Like, I I am convinced that that folks like Ash, who are on the extreme end of, uh, of Smash fandom are just so sad that Smash is going to end that they're like, you're my daddy now, Nickelodeon. Uh-huh. <laughs> I will not be abandoned. I found someone well, new. Nickelodeon said time. <laughs> there, is, there is an element of that, for sure. But I, I, but I will say it isn't only that. There is, for me, genuine excitement in, in getting to see these characters in a Smash-like game that I grew up with. Not only the Ninja Turtles, but some of my favorite Nicktoon characters. That there, so there is that element, too, even though I know the game isn't going to turn out to be nearly as polished. There is definitely some missing, like, uh, poles, though, as people pointed out. Like, there's no, like, Nigel Thornberry and, you know, stuff like that. No, he's he's in the roster. Yeah. Is he? Oh, wait, 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 wait. wait. I completely, I got confused because somebody said, where's Nigel? Everybody else is there. So he's not featured in that launch screen. He's just not in the box. Yeah. Sorry about that. That's me getting confused. But there's no oh, yeah. Rocco, as Late Night Sprites just pointed out. Rocco is an obvious pool, and there's no yeah, no Rocco. Rocco's weird. Yeah, it's yeah. like no Crash in uh, PlayStation All Stars, you know. Mm. Yeah, so I, you know, but we did recently find out that there are going to be two more characters being added uh, post-launch that are for free, like added to the base roster before okay. they move on to the DLC. So maybe Rocco's one of them. Who knows? But anybody who knows Avatar knows Toph is a badass choice, <laughs> and I'm really looking forward to seeing her move set. It's it's interesting that really the only characters that haven't been officially revealed yet, to my knowledge, are the Avatar characters, all three of them. Yep. So I don't know if they're just going to reveal them together or what. Maybe they'll be in the direct have... tomorrow. <laughs> That's true. It could be because they don't have that long until the game comes out. I think it launches on October 5th and they yeah. still have three more characters. So, um, yeah, but no, Toph is a great choice. Uh, you know, R.I.P. Katara, R.I.P. Zuko, mm-hmm. Azula, all those other great Avatar characters. But hey, there's always DLC. So, yeah. I mean, yes. I might be aging myself here, but, like, I'm surprised that there's no, like, Doug characters or Rugrats characters in here. But, there is a Rugrats you know. character. We got Reptars on the roster. Oh, Reptars. They won't let you yeah, beat course. up the babies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they won't let you beat up the babies. I think yeah. that the Doug issue is Disney. I that my, yeah. I can only Disney guess got, that. Has Doug. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think, like, Whale Man. Like, Whale Man would be, like, you know, an obvious choice. Like, in that case. Uh, right? I know. I mean, I look, there's so many things. I, my, I was talking to one of my best friends about this the other day or last night, and he was like, I hope this game is successful so they they just keep getting characters and DLC characters because I can get my dream matchup of pork chop versus spunky. And I'm and like, well, and add the mic is spunky. And add, yeah. add the voices. We talked about this play on thing. the show, but yeah. that, that is the biggest the thing, thing is it, the music isn't great and the it's, it feels kind of lifeless without the voices. So, and the sound yeah. effects are kind of eh. 
and you have all these iconic cartoon characters that it just feels so weird without the voices. So I'm hoping they, they didn't close the door on that. They said they could maybe add them down the road. I don't yeah. know if I believe that's going to happen, but I would be really happy if it did. So I feel like this game honestly is kind of go is, is going to go the way of like the Power Rangers uh, battle, battle for the Grid game, uh, where um, mm-hmm. you know it started off by being like low budget and everything, but they've been able to add more as the seasons have gone on and it's become like more of a full fledged game now. I, I like I feel like Dick, um, Nickelodeon All Stars is also going to like end up like being the same way, honestly. Yeah, if it does um, well, we'll see. At least my hope, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, same. Uh, yeah. As uh, Stardust Whip in our YouTube chat points out, Disney owns Doug. They don't own the episodes that aired on Nick, but they do own the show overall. IP, yeah. Okay. Disney gonna Disney, you know? Disney gonna Disney. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So well, maybe we'll Marvel superheroes are... versus Doug. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine? Well, it's um, time for a Disney. Yeah. We got a Cartoon Network fighter. We got a Nickelodeon fighter. Time for a, di- time for a Disney fighter. It's like Disney afternoon. Yeah. and Oh, uh, that'd be great. Yeah. Each other and... Gummy bears and all that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that's, how I'll get my, that's how I'll get Sora in a fighting game. Yeah, there you go. Where's the boss? Yeah. Um, Vento Kiosk in our YouTube chat says, Ickis from Ah Real Monsters. And while you're not getting Ickis, you do at least get Oblina. And that's a pretty, pretty cool pull. Like, really deep cut there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Really looking forward to seeing what happens with, with the DLC and everything for this game. But uh, you're not wrong, Steve. There is definitely a, a sense of relief that with Smash Ultimate's DLC ending, that there's something else to kind of you know, get on another, a different character hype train from characters. Well, the, the funny thing is, mean a lot to all, me from my childhood. All the characters are out there, so there's no like hype anymore. It's just like, well, there they are. <laughs> well, there's DLC there, plus the two extra true, ones true. we don't know about. And there's DLC. So don't take that away from me, Derek. Don't take this away from me. <laughs> oh, I will take it away from you. <laughs> once that's over, once that's over, I really don't have any anything to like latch on to after that. So, got any characters? Got any characters? I need characters. Yeah, I need characters. <laughs> <laughs> all right It'll well just be smash does... reboot rumor discussions for the next yeah they, yeah, yeah they'll just get on to smash six yeah or six yeah six um all right well we did uh that that does mark the end of today's news we do have a couple more super chats to read out so first is two dollars from toon j723 saying doug for kingdom hearts 4 along with pepper ann i don't know if i know who <laughs> pepper ann is uh she just uh, got on disney plus it's some sort of saturday morning thing i've never watched myself yeah. It's oh, okay. Really yeah, I've never heard of earwormy theme song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Pepper Ann. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like a a tall, lanky, redhead girl that wears a purple yeah. shirt and really loud. Never, shorts. never watched it myself. That was after my time. I just know about it, but like, I was kind of like envisioning like the character like fighting is like that's just that's like ridiculous. You know? um, way, I, actually, I missed one. Yeah. I okay. uh, I scrolled right back up to it. Thanks, Derek. It's uh, five dollars mm. from our good friend Rob X saying. While it's a minor bummer that we don't get all four TMNT ninjas, can we talk about how many characters on the NASB roster are female? Let's go. Yeah, completely agree. Um, and yeah, we got a lot of female characters. We've got one you know, woman of color in Korra. And uh, you know, Toph herself is another female fighter. And she's yeah, blind. I think seven in total. Seven, yeah, which is really cool. There's definitely way more diversity in the Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl roster than in Smash's, which is ironic when you consider that Smash Ultimate has 80 characters. Yeah. That's, you know, no, that's, that's one thing where Smash comes up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I completely agree, Rob. Well said. Uh, yep. Next is, uh, excuse me, uh, $4.99 from Town Darling, saying, if you've played Nick Kart Racers 2, All-Stars has the same vibe. 
Genericish music and no voices for characters. The rosters are near identical too. I did not know that. Hmm. I hadn't played or heard of Nick Cart Racers too, so I didn't even Nick know that the rosters are is so bad. Is it really? Oh God! It's I hope really that's. Bad. I hope oh, that doesn't. Really bad. The, yeah, I hope that doesn't. That's not a predictor of Nick All Stars' quality. We'll see what happens. But no, I hadn't. No, I hadn't heard about that town, darling. Thank you, and thank you for the donation. Uh, finally, we have five dollars from Skull Kid Tiger saying, "Wonder if Nickelodeon ATB will start a trend for some more companies or resurgence from PlayStation and Cartoon Networks smash likes." Maybe, hopefully, I have said before that I would be down for Sony to give PlayStation All Stars another shot and don't try to do something cute with the the KO mechanic. Just make it PlayStation Smash. Just just crib from what works, what we know works, right. and I, make I a damn good PlayStation Smash clone featuring all these awesome PlayStation characters we love. I just do not see Sony going back to that well anytime soon. No, I don't, I don't either. Them. No. That's like yeah. going the way of like the Vita for them at this moment. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I don't see them ever actually doing that, especially because PlayStation All Stars was just such a, just in terms of perception and and quality was just it, it came out I love so it low. I love that game myself. Yeah, <laughs> I I really enjoyed it for what it was at the time, but in hindsight, that KO mechanic where you could only get points by using those specific KO moves just right doesn't. It doesn't hit hit the same way, literally, I guess. But it was, and there were just so many balance problems. Like I remember my my buddy would play, my buddy and I would play, and he would just demolish me with big daddies. I think level three special, which out of context, that's an amazing thing to say. But big daddy was so op in that game, and it annoyed the shit out of me. Yeah, but uh, I did a kill zone guy though too. The kill zone guy was just like OP, like at the at the beginning of the game. I remember. Right, right. And I played it since and I, I knew how, how OP he was. <laughs> and, and and Kratos was really over OP for a while, like for a while OP. he was. No, I, I enjoyed parts of the game for sure, and I, I came out at the right time because that was during the really long drought between Brawl and Smash Four, so it came yeah. out at the right time. But yeah, I just in hindsight, I didn't like some of what it did with its gameplay. But hey, it had Parappa as a playable character in any game exactly. where you, you gotta believe it's doing something right. Exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> Rob X says, demolish me with Big Daddy's level three special, Ash 2021. I love it. <laughs> well, I think that is the perfect note for us to wrap up on. Thank you all so much for joining us for this episode of Today's News Tonight. But as always, before we head out, David, please tell our amazing audience where they can find you on the internet, man. Sure. The internet's where everyone lives. Uh, so you can find me at the guilty man. It's D-A-G-I-L-T-Y-M-A-N on Twitter and Instagram. And you can also find uh, all my voiceover stuff on uh, davidsaysthat.com. Awesome. Well, it is always a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you again for you know joining us on such short notice. We'd, obviously, you're going to have you back again. You are a yeah. true friend of the channel and of, and of mine, of course. And uh, we just love having you on, man. Yeah, it's always a pleasure to hang out with you guys and talk Chrono Trigger and everything else. <laughs> exactly. And you wear a Chrono Trigger shirt. It's also your favorite game ever. Prepared. Obviously, you have great... Yeah, you came prepared. You have great taste. Yeah, no doubts there. So, no, thank you so much, man. And, uh, yeah, well, that brings us to the true end of episode 137 of today's News Tonight. Uh, but as always, we do uh, have to give a special thank you to all of our patrons at the producer tiered above for helping to make this show happen because without you it wouldn't be happening and we love doing this with you three times a week so much so seriously thank you from the bottom of our hearts uh for supporting us and the show but as always we do also have to give an extra special thank you to all of our producers or sorry all of our patrons at the executive producer tier and above and those fine wonderful amazing folks include 
Jared Edinger, Brandon Bovia, Rob Arman X, Etiono Ben, Dan and Twistle, Dennis J, Z Patty, Hyrule Hermit, Sky Blue Flames, Adam O'Sullivan, Octopuppet, Richard Herrera, Michael Phone, The D Pad, Vesmio, Waffle King, Kitty Kong Fax, Angel Martinez, Vedron Hotik, 112, John, Joshua Hunter, Evernight Studio, Benny Yao, Azran127, Pagrima, Ken Rule09, Jake Pelka, Geller, Joseph Rutkin, Titus Malvolio, Geeky Griffin, Lucky Wonderfish, Kyle, Top Dog23100, Young Ben Kenobi, Doug Showmix, Andrew Medeiros, RMM, Sakuragi, Becca, Rocks the Cat, Fizzywig Hoyd, Critmonger, The Legend of Groose, Eddie B, Kai Ed, Kit Fisto, Kenneth Lee Stingle, West Egg, Deaneth, Kota, Michael McCaw, Matthew Wong, Goron Amber, Straight Lace, Justin Matthews, Hoobie, Too Much Spaghetti, No Such Thing, Mega Conrad, <laughs> Askeron 809, Kane, Captain Finlandia, 60 Minutes in 60 Seconds, Christopher Masterson, Spicy Pandotter, The Game Orb, Dano the Artist, Grantles, Ravelox, Synchro Lord, Brainchild, Rosa Pardo Bowling. Hi, Mom. Kotar Peck, <laughs> Scuff196, Kane Woolley, Skull Kid Tiger, AJB Cool, Blizzica, Jason Uloa, Jaden Buck, Phantom Project, Cystic Warrior29, Super Dank Awesome Unicorn Guy, Darik, Nathan the Voice Actor, Chibi J, Bongo Lover, Mumbling Yeti, Cameron Sharp, Fangs, Dinner Sonic, Frayhem, Mason Riley, Keel, Santi the Person, Ditto M, Sci-Fi Lullabies, Brooke by the Bay, Brendan Hesse, Darksteel01, Kilomox, Super Game Dude 101, and finally, last but certainly not least, Stag Nasty. Thank you all so much. I know I love that name. I love watching you laugh at all these names you're not used to hearing. <laughs> David, I'll hear like all these like crazy names like Stag Nasty I know. or whatever, and then else is like yeah. John, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, thank you all so much. That that EP list just gets longer and longer, and I love reading it every single week. Thank you all so much. Uh, as a reminder, we are fully Patreon funded. So uh, if you could head uh, head over to patreon.com slash gbgaming and check us out there, we do offer a variety of tiers for at all price levels, starting with $1 a month, which gets you into our Discord community, all the way up to 400 a month, which allows you to sponsor an episode of TNT like Freyhem did today. But we also offer a bunch of different tiers in between those two extremes, all of which come with really cool perks. So, you know, check us out over there. But even if you can't do that, that's completely fine. We'd love it if you just supported us right here on YouTube. Like, subscribe, ring that notification bell. Every little bit truly does help. And remember, we are giving away a Switch OLED when we hit 75K subs. And Derek and I have pledged to do No Shave November if we hit 70K before November. So we'll see what happens. But we are giving away a Switch OLED at 75K. And all you have to do to win it is be subscribed when we hit 75K. That's it. It's that simple. Uh, but anyway, that's all from me for today. Uh, we will see you tomorrow for our Nintendo Direct reaction stream, of course, tomorrow at 3 p.m. Pacific. So look forward to that. We hope to see you there. Uh, otherwise, we will see you on Friday for the next episode of Today's News Tonight. Until then, everybody, good night and good vibes. Bye. Bye, everyone.